Hi, everybody. This is Helena Hart. Welcome back to my Master Your Magnetism podcast. I'm talking with Adrienne Everhart today, my good friend and fellow coach. She's a dating and relationship coach for women. Welcome, Adrienne. Thanks for joining me again. Hi, Helena. It's great to be back on your channel. I am excited to be here today. Yes, we are recording this as a video for YouTube as well. So if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere else and you'd like to see a video of this episode, that will be the first link in the description or show notes. Adrian and I love recording videos together and we have a great topic for everyone today. It's something we actually haven't talked too much about before in some of our other episodes. Do you want to introduce this one, Adrian? I just love the way you talk about this. For sure. So this is really about things that a man wants. They might be request. They might be a trait or desire that the man has of a woman that he is too afraid to ask about. So how did we find out what men are too afraid to ask for? We actually asked our own husbands. So we got some feedback about that. And I also polled a lot of my coaching clients and in my group to ask them if there was ever anything that a man had kind of confessed to them, or maybe in the heat of the moment, he brought it up, or it's like he said it once and he didn't mention it again. So we're going to share those with you because there are a lot of men out there that might not be telling you that they actually really love these things and they would like them. And so you can take some of these ideas and experiment with them in your own relationship and see what happens. Yes, this is such a juicy topic. I'm so looking forward <laughs> to getting into these with you. What's the first thing a man desires, but maybe too afraid to ask for? Okay, so the first two things we really want to preference for those of you that might misunderstand leaning forward or giving to get with the man, we want to make sure you know that these are not things that you want to offer to do for a man in order for him to like you or love you or give you more attention. Mm -hmm. And they're really not forms of leaning forward. And Helena, you know what we're talking about with giving to get. You've had experiences <laughs> with clients who misunderstand what that means, right? Absolutely. And I've been there myself. You can feel it in your body when you're giving something to a man because maybe he's not pursuing you consistently or he hasn't been giving you that affection and attention that you're craving. And so you do something for him in order to try to get that in return. And of course, that's where anger and resentment can start to build in us. Something I always say is anger and resentment build in direct proportion to the amount of effort we're putting out if we're trying to make something happen. So if a man has not been showing up for you, this is probably not the right video to watch. We have many other videos and podcast episodes on what to do if a man is pulling away or something like that. But if he's been showing up and giving you all the love and affection that you want, and these are kind of like an expression of who you are or giving back, I think giving back to a man is fantastic. So that's probably what category this falls into, right? Yeah. So the first one is suggesting that a man take a nap. <laughs> so when you actually give the man the okay to say like, hey, why don't you go lay down and take a nap? Or, you know, you've been working really hard today. I bet a nice long nap would feel good to you. I'm going to guess about 10 times out of 10, the man is going to say, yeah, wow, I could really go for a nap. But they don't really want to admit it. They don't want to be like they're lazy or not contributing. So it is okay to occasionally, if your guy has been really working hard, 
just tell them like you're off duty, you're off the clock. Why not go ahead and just go take a nap? What do you think of that one, Helena? It's so funny that you say that. I've actually done this twice in the past few months. My husband is the one that normally is up with our baby at night. He's just so amazing and he wants me to be able to get some sleep. So there were a few times when he really didn't get a lot of sleep and it doesn't happen all the time, but I was able to sleep in and it was just so amazing and so wonderful. And so I went downstairs. It was a weekend. He didn't have to work. And I was like, do you want to go take a nap? I can be with him as long as I need to. I don't have anything else I need to do right now. And he absolutely absolutely loved that. So I love <laughs> how you put that too. It was coming from such a feminine place. So it's not like being a guy's mom, like you really should take a nap. Why don't you do this? Right. It's like offering, I can take care of this. If you need to go take some time for yourself. Yeah. Or something like that, yeah right? It's just a nice balance. You're not telling him how to live his life. And it's very similar to sometimes my husband will offer that I go get self-care. He'll say, well, don't you want to go get a massage this afternoon or what do you like to maybe go to that spa you love that's near? And it's really just a way to remind your partner it is okay to relax around me and take care of yourself. So I'll move on to the next one. And that is occasionally I will offer to drive. Most of the time my husband drives, but not too long ago, we took a trip up to the scenic Blue Ridge Parkway when the leaves were changing and he had been driving all day. And I said, you know, why don't you let me just take over and drive for a little while so you can enjoy the scenery? And he reported to me that he really, really loved that I sometimes offer to drive just so he can relax. But most of the time, he likes to be the one behind the wheel driving. And I have no objections about that. <laughs> what do you think? I love that you mentioned that. And we were chatting a little bit before we started recording that this could be different for every man in every relationship. Personally, in my relationship, I basically never drive. My husband likes to be the one to drive the occasions that I have offered. If he's sick and I was taking him to the doctor or something, it just gave him more anxiety. He likes me to be the passenger. And I love that because I do not like driving. It's just not something I personally enjoy, but it could be anything. I remember the other day, I was like, do you want me to unload the dishwasher before you get home from work or something like that, that he normally takes care of, that he's just working such long hours and doing so much for us and our family that I'm happy to do some things like that here and there just to save him a little more time. So we would encourage yeah. you to find out what that is in your relationship, especially if the guy is really showing up and putting in a lot of effort. Again, not to try to make something happen or have him do something right back in return, but just as an expression of acknowledgement and appreciation. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is spot on. And I love that you and I both have guys that prefer to drive. <laughs> I definitely yes. prefer to passenger. All right, so moving on to the next one. This is something else we talked about. It made us both laugh out loud. And Jeff confessed to me that he absolutely loves it when I wear, I have a few of these. I don't have many of them, but I have about three nightgowns that look like they could be literally off the set of Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> and they're high necks, they're long sleeves, they're very kind of frilly, but they're cottony. They're very comfortable. Sometimes a man might actually like that you have something that is a little bit ordinary or old fashioned looking. And my husband even said, he goes, you look so innocent in it. He said, but I don't want to sound creepy, but you look so beautiful and innocent like a painting, he said. And so you just never know the clothes that you really think might be sexy 
a man might really prefer something different. I love this one so much. We were laughing so hard right before we started recording this and last night when we were texting and chatting about what we were gonna share today. I couldn't believe it when you said Little House on the Prairie because I had a very similar experience about a year ago when I was breastfeeding our son still. Someone had given me these breastfeeding rompers and they went down to my calves. They had absolutely no shape. I felt like I was wearing like big potato sack and they had a little belt, but it's not something I would ever wear out in public. And it was just so funny. They were very, very comfortable. And my husband just loved it for some reason. He really thought that I looked beautiful in that. And we were laughing about it. And I was like, what is it about this? I'm just like wearing this burlap sack basically with a print on it. And he said, it just has a little house on the prairie vibe. And so <laughs> our next video is going to be like Little House on the Prairie style to turn a man on or something. I mean, you just really never know. And so that's why this topic's so funny because it is things that men wouldn't typically come out and say, they're more nuanced. They're kind of private and secret. So <laughs> who knew Little House on the Prairie nightgowns? It's so funny. So again, this might not be consistent for every man. You might have a guy that loves when you're wearing sexy lingerie or something like that. And again, he's probably not going to come out and say it. He might. There are some men that might ask you to wear something or say that he really likes it when you wear a certain thing or do your hair a certain way or something like that. But I think in most situations, you'll just catch him giving you a compliment in a situation where you wouldn't be expecting it. The times when my husband is like, you're so beautiful. You look so sexy right now is when I'm just like, no makeup. My hair is just air dried and crazy. I just woke up. I'm in pajamas that don't match or something. It's those moments that you would just never expect. And he's told me before that it's just that effortless look like with those rompers. When I was breastfeeding, he was like, it looks like you just threw it on and didn't put any effort into it. And I just absolutely love that. It's so funny because we can just spend forever getting ready for a date or when we're going to spend time with our man. And that might not actually be what he's most into. So I love that. Is there anything else you want to say about this one? Or do you want to move into the next one? Well, we can definitely move on to the next one, but I will add that it is those moments when you're just running out to the grocery store and you're in your sweatpants and your hair's up in a ponytail that you will get the most looks from guys. So there is, is something true. about that one, that all natural look. So this next one, my husband told me that he really loves it when I occasionally message him and just say, I love you or I care about you, or I draw him a little heart or something like this. He always feels like, and I do too, that a lot of our communication is really about maintenance. It's about household things and it's business chat, you know, all day long with us, it's just business. And whenever you can stop for a moment and just let someone know that you love them or you care about them and take a break in that maintenance conversation, guys really do like this and love it and appreciate it. And again, you're not doing it to make someone love you or appreciate you. This would definitely be something you would do in a healthy relationship. Absolutely. My husband has said similar things and we don't think that men appreciate that or like that, but they really do. Of course, this isn't something you say to a guy who hasn't texted you in two weeks and you're trying to reattract him. It goes without saying, but we like to just go ahead and say it anyway. So that is great. Anything else you want to say on that one? Any other text messages that your husband likes well, I miss you or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, he definitely likes, I love you. And I, I miss connecting and are looking forward to snuggling tonight. But you know, along with what you're saying, it isn't really about a rule, like do this, don't do this, say this, don't say that. All of these, I really think women should depend on their intuition 
and follow what they feel in their gut to see if this is just right for you to say, if it feels right, if the moment feels right. And ask yourself, am I doing this to make something happen? Or do I just genuinely want to send him an I love you and I care about you? That is perfect. I love that. Coming from that feminine energy place, your intuition. We want people to get out of this mindset of leaning forward is masculine, leading back is feminine. I've been saying this for years, but I know some people who are new to this material might think, isn't that masculine? You're leaning forward and sending a text. And feminine energy is a state of mind, right? It's about expressing yourself, coming from who you are and not trying to make something happen. We've talked about that a lot in some of our other podcast episodes together. So yeah. make sure you're following me over on Spotify and Apple. We have so many episodes episodes on feminine energy and how to draw a man in closer. It's totally free and you won't find those anywhere else. So I really like this one. Adrian, do you want to move on to the next one? I do. Now, some of these are a little bit similar. These are the ones that I polled a lot of the women in my private group to just ask them, what does your husband really come to you and confess? Or what does your boyfriend maybe said once that really impacted you. You could tell by the way he was delivering it to you. That was really important to you. And one of them is to let him talk about things that interest him. So for example, he might really be into monster trucks, or he might want to talk about what they did today on the job site or the type of software they're developing. And it might not really be what you want to listen to, but a man does feel really special when you take the time to listen to him talk shop or talk about what interests him, even if it's like, you know, DC versus Marvel comics, <laughs> that guy is really going to appreciate if you take a little bit of time, set a nice, healthy limit, and you can also give him that attention and eye contact that we all crave when we're in a loving relationship with someone. That is such a good one. I didn't even think about that, but it's so important. And my husband has definitely said, even when we were dating the first couple of days, he said that I was a really good listener. I was really in the moment with him, not up in my head trying to make something happen. Again, men can't typically put their finger on it, but they can just feel when you're present with them in the moment versus when you're up in your head trying to think about what to say next, trying to just go down your list of what needs to get done. So that is beautiful. I really like that one. You're right. They are much more intuitive than we give them credit for. Yes. Uh, yes. This next one is don't micromanage his food choices. Mm -hmm. So if he goes in to get a second serving or if he wants to order dessert or if he's having another beer or something, assuming he's not driving home, of course, <laughs> if he wants to indulge in food or sweets or a drink that you don't want to micromanage or criticize his food choices because he will probably never eat as healthy as you, or he might actually just eat a different variety of diet than you do. But I have unfortunately witnessed a lot of women who criticize what their man is eating, and it really makes them feel shamed and micromanaged. That is so interesting. I think it could probably apply to any area. Don't micromanage what he's doing in any area. Of course, you want to be with a guy who makes good decisions and where you're in alignment with that. But absolutely, my husband eats dessert, chocolate every single day. I love that about him. And he's incredibly healthy. He's got the six pack and everything. Why would I want to micromanage what he's doing? It's obviously working great for him. And so I think that's great. And again, it might not just be with food. It could apply to anything a guy's doing, right? Yes, definitely. Micromanaging is definitely a way that we're putting our control, our desire to control the man out there. It's one thing if you want to have a, a conversation about being healthy 
and meet, you know, on the same page and the similar mindset about choices. But day to day, you've got to let a man make his own choices, especially about the food he eats. <laughs> this is such great information, Adrian. Are we ready for the next one? Yeah. So this next one is one of those things that if you really asked your intuition, your intuition would probably say, yes, do this. And that is when your husband comes home from work or you guys just meet after work or a long day that it might be one of those situations where you're lonely and your guy just came home from work and you want to connect with him. And you may immediately start talking and sharing everything that you've experienced in your day. But really, he appreciates coming home and having a little time to decompress. I always recommend giving him that nice warm hug, opening your arms and letting him come towards you, melting into him, and then give him a little space, a little silence to process his day and get comfortable being at home before you start sharing all the amazing things that you've been doing all day. This is such an important one. It's easy to forget this too, especially like for myself, I work from home. I don't have a lot of adult interaction <laughs> during the day. And so he comes home. I tend to want to just tell him everything that happened and yeah. he's okay with that, of course, but men's brains are really wired that way. This is physiological. They need some transition time. So if he's still in work mode and driving home, he's kind of still in that mode and might need, like you said, 10 or 15 minutes to decompress before being fully present and jumping into something else. So that is phenomenal. Is there anything else you want to share on that one? Or are we ready to move into that last tip? We can go ahead and move into the next one. I think we're giving everyone some quick little bits of knowledge to just try and keep in mind. And this last one is one that I am totally guilty of because without much thought, these words used to just roll off of my tongue because I'm a caring, empathetic person. So you have to look at this from the perspective that men are in their masculine energy and they don't necessarily want to talk about feelings or how they're feeling or if they've had a bad day, sometimes they don't even really want to share it. They want to go to the cave, as it's been said, and process. And now not every man might be this way, but I did get a lot of similar feedback from a couple of different women and this is really about actions, not feelings. So the man has specifically requested, don't ask me if I'm okay. Don't mm -hmm. ask me how I'm feeling. And the alternative to that would be, how did it go today? Or what's new? Or is there more we can do? So a couple of times a week, this happens with my husband and I, I'll just see him, maybe he's going through a work difficulty or he's having a problem, you know, managing communication with a lot of people. And I'll say, well, how are you feeling or what's going on? And it never works. No matter how many times I ask, he'll always just say, I'm fine. And then I know he's not fine and I'll want to dig deeper, but it really doesn't ever make anything really feel right between us. So I've just gotten to where I'll casually say to him, like, hey, how's it going today? And if he wants to offer what he's feeling, he does. I definitely don't press him to share his feelings. I love this one. It's really subtle. And I've definitely heard other experts talk about this through the years. Of course, you can share how you feel as the feminine energy partner in the relationship and asking him how he's thinking or what can we do or how do things go is often a much better way 
to help him start to open up. And it's not that men never want to share feelings and you can just never talk about that and it's taboo, but it's kind of like, let them come to you with that. He will open up when you give him that space and you're not trying to pull that emotion out of him. We've all been there and it just does not work, like you said. So I really like that one. Great. I hope these have been really helpful for everyone. They are definitely some things that I'm going to start working on and try to think of a little bit more often when I'm with my guy, because they aren't the type of thing that a man might say like, hey, don't ask me how I feel. A man may not come out and say that, but you may notice by his reaction, this really isn't working for him. So true. And I have to say, I hear from so many women who have been following my podcast for a couple of years who are now in relationships with great guys and they requested more episodes for what do you do if you've attracted a really high quality man? How can you bring him closer and really deepen that connection and intimacy? So we really hope this was helpful. Adrian, this was such a fun episode to record with you. I'd love to include anything about your courses or free gifts that you have or how people can get a hold of you. I have a link to your website in the description, Everheart Coach coaching.com. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it on the screen. Anything you want to share about that before we close out? Well, I do have a free gift. If you head on over to my website and sign up, you'll get a couple of emails from me. And one of them will include a little book on scripting with phrases about feminine energy scripting and how just changing up a couple of ways that you say things to a man can make a huge difference in your relationship. And I also have lots of courses you can look into. And I also have a podcast and a private coaching group as well. It's all at my website. So feel free to check it out. And we've done some programs together over the years that have been really popular with my audience and yours as well. Is there anything you want to say about those? I know you can get those together as a bundle with a special sale price, right? You can get the bundle. And you can also, if you just want to sample Helena and myself working together, we had two different courses that we taught. And let me tell you, it is an extensive amount of hours and a VIP library. It's so much to learn in that. So you can feel free to look at that link below as well. It's called the Unzipped Collection. Yes, I know so many women have taken that course over the years, both of them actually. Maybe we should do another one together soon. That was so much fun. We just so long ago. It just feels like a lifetime ago. I would love to do another master class or something with you. This was so much fun. Make sure you're following my podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. I have new episodes coming out every week. If you're watching on YouTube and you're not following me over on Spotify and Apple, you're missing all of my best, most in-depth content, Adrian and I. I've done so many episodes over there together. Again, totally free and you won't find it anywhere else. And I'll include links to my podcast as well. So this was great, Adrian. Any last words of wisdom before we close out here today? Well, again, I want to reflect that so much of feminine energy comes from listening to that voice within that instinctual feminine energy, soft voice, I always say. And it's good to just check in and say, you know, am I doing this so my partner will love me or respond to me in a certain way? Or am I doing this because it just feels like the right thing to do, the loving thing to do in this moment? And I'm not giving too much of myself. That's a great couple of questions to ask yourself before you try something new. Absolutely. That is so important. I would love to do more episodes on that with you because it's just so crucial to keep in mind. So thanks again, Adrian. This was great. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like the video and subscribe to my channel. And we will talk with you again next time.
The biggest mistake women make when a man is hot and cold, acting distant or pulling away is something called a connection barrier, and it only pushes him further away. If you'd like to read about what a connection barrier is so you don't accidentally make it, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.